Welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, guys. Good morning, indeed. We're rounding out with day four of our Growing Your Faith devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And the scripture is actually all up in this one, so Tori's mm-hmm. going to take it from here. But before that, we want to apologize if you do hear a little static. Yeah. We've been having some technical difficulties, so say a prayer over that. But Lord willing, there won't be any. I'm just preemptively apologizing. <laughs> Okay, y'all. Well, let's jump into it. Today's devotional is titled, If and Then. It starts with a quote by Andy Stanley that says this, The more conscious I am of the work God has yet to do in me, the less critical I am about what he has yet to do in you. We spent the last three days discussing verses that have a cause-effect type of relationship. For us to see results in our lives, there is something we must do first. On this final day, we will take two passages where Jesus spoke in a similar manner. Matthew 17, 20, Jesus said, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Clearly, Jesus said nothing is impossible for us, so we can claim that truth. But if all we do is say nothing is impossible, we have missed the first part that talks about needing faith. And the best part is that we don't need an ocean-sized faith. We just need the faith of a mustard seed. A mustard seed is about one to two millimeters in size. That's a really small amount of faith. God is not asking us to have perfect faith, just some faith. He will most assuredly cover the rest. John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We all want freedom in our lives. In fact, there isn't much else that feels better than the feeling of it. But how do we expect to find freedom if we don't hold true to what Jesus taught us? Everyone is trying to find their own version of truth, but we must stand firm on the word of God. It is the source of truth for the Christ follower. In order to grow in our faith, there are things we need to do. The Christian walk is a training ground where we strive to become like Jesus. We won't ever be perfect, which means we will be on this journey until we leave this earth. We'll always get more chances to grow in our faith. And before we know it, we'll be able to look back on a lifetime of progress and be encouraged that God really will finish the work he has started in us. Yeah, I'm not really sure where I want to take this one. I don't know if this, like, I guess follows the devotional But one thing that I was feeling as you were reading is that I feel like whenever we're playing Christian and we're, I feel like we're constantly trying to clean up our house before Jesus comes over. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel that in my own life where it's just like, it's like, I want to invite God to this part of my life, but it's so messy Mm -hmm. and it's so dirty. And I don't think he would like it there. He wouldn't feel welcome. It's just, you know, I just want to put everything in this closet and shut the door. And as long as no one opens the closet, everything's fine. Right. And I don't know who was struggling with that same type of feeling where you feel like you have to like prepare for Jesus. But this devotional just really reminded me that like 
our role in this, while we do have a role, is so small compared to what he does. Mm-hmm. We need to have the faith of a mustard seed and what and watch what God does with that mustard seed. Yeah. And I think that's something I was really feeling is to is to remind myself that, hey, God wants to be in those parts of my life, those parts where I feel like I have to sweep up real quick before I yeah. talk to him about it. I have to like put it on. That way I look I look like more of a Christian than I actually am. I know it sounds weird because remember, like aside from like this faith that we follow of Christianity, we're followers of Jesus, yeah. right? And so we need to make sure that we're not just like dotting our I's and crossing our T's mm-hmm. and just doing what a Christian should do. Yeah. When what a Christian does is we follow Christ. Yeah. We depend on him. We lean into him. We run to him. We break bread with him. We apologize to him. We ask for advice. We ask for help. We like, yeah. this is a relationship that we're, that we're needing rather than just like a, a to-do list that we're trying to check things off. And yeah. I mean, I'm someone who loves a good to-do list. I love, okay, you know, I woke up at this time, check. I did devotional time, check. I did prayer, check. I love that life. But sometimes it can start to replace the relationship side of things. And then we start to forget. Cause like if Tori and I didn't talk for a week, yeah, we're still married, but is that, is that marriage thriving right now? Yeah. It's not. Where's the intimacy? And so like, yes, you're still in relationship with Jesus, but is it thriving? And so I guess this devotional, I feel like I'm going on a kind of little trail, but this devotional just really reminded me that I want to have that, that closeness and intimacy with him rather than just like saying like, oh yeah, I got my button in the mail where I'm a Christian. Yeah. I can't help but continue thinking about the first thing that you said where it's like so often we want to clean up the mess before we invite him in where it's so backwards because if we were to just invite him in, like he's the one that cleans up the mess. Like he wants to completely wipe our slate clean. Like where we Mm -hmm. feel like there's areas of our life where like shame makes you feel dirty and it makes you want to hide. It makes you want to close the door. And Jesus is like, just invite me into that place. Like you have no idea the way that I want to restore that area of your life, that thing you feel like is broken and unusable and shameful. Like that's the exact area that I want to meet you because I have healing for you. I have restoration for you. Like that's the place where I want you to invite me. And it's like, man, how often do we shut the door on Jesus and not invite him into the very place that he wants to enter into? And it's like, when we think about the cross and what he did and what he sacrificed and what he died for. And yet we allow almost our own pride or our own like image that we have of ourself to not allow us to go there with Jesus. And we're missing out on so much joy and relationship with him and healing with him. Right. It's like, we can't heal the places that we don't reveal. Right. Like we have to, we have to reveal these yeah. things to God in order to find healing, like stuffing them in and pushing them under the rug. Like that doesn't make them disappear. Like it just festers. Yeah. And so, yeah, it makes me yeah. think of like, these are some weird analogies. I don't even know if they fully apply, but imagine like preparing for Christmas celebrations and you have the beautiful tree with all the lights and all the gifts underneath it, but you never open the gifts. Mm-hmm. It's like everything yeah. looks great, but there's no experience happening here. Or, yeah. And this is like another weird analogy where imagine you just have like 
a, a brand new car in your garage, but you never drive it. It's like, it's kind of defeating the purpose of having a car because right. cars are meant to be driven. Yeah. And so of course that's not to say that we have this use and abuse relationship with Christ, but that means that there's, there's a utilitarian thing that needs to happen here where it's not just like, Oh yeah, I got a new car. Check it out. I'm super proud of it. But it's like, no, it's like yeah. this needs, this is something that needs to be used to right. actually be, What's the word I'm looking Experience. for? Experience. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that made sense. Yeah. Wanna I think so good. I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that we get to experience the process with you, Father, the sanctification process. Father, forgive us for the areas of our life that we have shut off to you and not invited you into out of shame. Father, I pray that the grips of shame would no longer hold us, Father, but those areas that we feel like are too messy or too dirty to invite you in are the very areas that today we decide to open up to you about, Father, so that we can truly experience your restoration and your transforming grace, Father, a grace we don't deserve but that you freely give. Father, help us walk in that freedom today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. In a while, crocodile. Crocodile.